first and foremost, I want to actually say that before the budget itself, we mentioned it, I feel that you don't expect so much from the minister because besides the nice to hear, which is actually touched on, like the increase in different departments, education, health, and the like. But the fact of the matter is, government departments cannot spend their money. They cannot deliver on their mandate. So as the IC, we got very worried when the minister was actually telling us that they are now taking, stepping into the reserves, trying to make uh, up for the shortages in terms of our collections, because that's a clear indication that government has failed to create job opportunities that will actually enlarge the net from where they are drawing their taxes. Yeah, and then also um, the, the the allocation to health, um, the total there is for eight, sorry, eight hundred and forty-eight billion over the medium-term um, expenditure um, period. However, though, um, we remember before the budget speech, there was a promise that was made by the Minister of Health. Um, that there will be money made available for vacancies in um, in the health sector, following the doctors who were striking, yeah. the unemployed doctors <clears throat> that were striking. Is it your yeah. understanding that that uh, money for those vacancies are included in this amount and also the criteria around it? We didn't get into those details. We are yet to see the details of that. We, we can't just comment on that. But the fact of the matter, as I've said, is that there is so much challenges. Even if you look at the NHI itself, while it's a noble idea, but the status of our health facilities will never be able to meet the demands that are coming with the NHI. So as the IP believe that first things we have done first, where they actually improve the infrastructure that is there before we come into the NHI itself. Okay. Um, the social grants as well. We see an increase there. 100 rand old age veterans, a disability as well as care dependency groups. 50 rand increase for foster care grant, a 20 rand increase for child support grant, and no increase as yet announced for the 350 SRD grant. Your take as the IFP on that? No, we welcome that little increment, but you know for a fact that what can you do with 10 and increment in the month? You can't do nothing. I think in the main, the minister was trying to say things that are nice to hear to people of South Africa because we are approaching election. And also, in terms of the other grant now that is 350, as the IFP, while we support that, but we are saying that should be an interim measure. It can't be permanent because our economy is not growing and we cannot afford to actually keep on spending while we cannot grow our economy. Because that forces government now to increase taxes and put so much burden on those that are already paying so much. Government must create opportunities for people to be able to help themselves and be self-sufficient, as opposed to what is happening. Because for government to continuously pay grants and all that, there must be enough food from where he's collecting money. Debt service to cost um, will absorb around 20% of our revenue, says the minister. But also in the same breath, government has raised around 3.3 billion U.S. dollars uh, from multilateral development banks and international finance institutions to support climate change. Do you understand the conditions of uh, some of these loans that we have taken um, to support our process for the just energy transition? No, not really. No, not really. You know, that has been the cry from the opposition party that some of these loans are taken and we are not giving the detail to them as to the conditions that they are coming with. But also, continuing taking loans 
where even the cost of servicing them is so high, it's also not sustainable. So I think the whole approach by government should change because we can't continuously borrow money knowing very well that your own system cannot afford to repay that. Yeah. What sort of reform do you think should be happening when it comes to the tender system? Um, the minister again saying that, making an example, that with ICT hardware like laptops, for instance, government will pay two times more than the market price. Um, and even though government is buying these equipment in large quantities, it's not getting the discount that would necessarily come with buying in bulk. I think, first and foremost, two approaches that should be done here. We need to actually create internal capacity. It cannot be that government rely on service providers for most of the services. Yes, there must be some reliance in terms of specialized skills that you don't need regularly. But on things that you actually consume regularly, create an internal capacity. And therefore, make sure that you put a minimum service because you can't buy like a product for five friends and you sell it five times that amount. At least there must be a minimum that is put in place to say, this is a minimum and this is a maximum. Any person that goes beyond that should never be considered. And yeah, also, that speaks to the issue of corruption. That why prices are skyrocketing is because those service providers are forced to do so, so they'll be able to pay the kickbacks that politicians demand.